Welcome to the Empathetic Marketer. I'm your host, Brad Hammond, and today I have Rob Friedman from Zuper. Rob, it's really nice to have you on. Thanks, Brad. I'm excited to be here. Absolutely. So tell me a bit about yourself and about your company. Yeah. So I'm Rob Friedman. I'm the head of growth marketing here at Zuper. And Zuper is a field service technology platform servicing, providing the world's most comprehensive tool for workforce collaboration. And we empower companies to uh, deliver and provide an exceptional customer experience. That's awesome. And then you're in growth marketing. So tell me a bit about that and what you're what you've been doing. You've been in the company for a little bit now. And you know, what have been your areas of focus and what does that look like? Yeah. So I joined the company back in January of this year. And since then we've been really ramping up a few different areas, a core focus around SEO and SEM marketing, uh, really building up our tech stack, our marketing tech stack, and then finally. Uh, really pushing into the outbound marketing and ABM with a, a more ABM structure. Absolutely. And uh, I think everyone knows of the current economy and all that stuff. And how has that shaped your strategy? So how are you approaching that, thinking about it? Has it you know, shaped any strategic decisions you've made or any of the day-to-day execution you're doing on stuff? Yeah, given our audience is so broad and global, we're able to really work with companies of all sizes, really our sweet spots, that mid-market or rapidly growing small business and working with them through during the pandemic and then now the looming recession or the recession that we're in, depending on who you talk to, luckily our value prop fits their needs right away and it can have a immediate benefit to their bottom line. Empowering these companies to not just survive during these trying times, but also thrive is one of our specialties. And what we're doing right now is we've pivoted a lot of our marketing to speak more directly to people in these different industries, such as HVAC plumbing, manufacturing, and really dialing into what their specific needs are. Absolutely. That's a good spot to be in when you are really helping companies. Even everyone needs certain things, even in hard times. So it's a good spot to be in. Oh, absolutely. Let's talk about outbound. So I think a lot of folks have said, oh, outbound's dead. It doesn't work anymore or whatever. And I disagree. I think outbound is probably going to be one of the most effective strategies to drive growth at any company. What does it look like for you guys? What's the outbound strategy that that you guys are doing right now? Yeah, I'm glad you brought that up, Brad, because outbound is certainly not dead. Now, this isn't Smile and Dial. This isn't Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross, but uh, a different approach to outbound. What we're seeing success with is taking an education approach to our outbound marketing, empowering our BDRs with materials to help them provide value add to the target audience. And to that end, we just want to listen. We're taking mm-hmm. really a call and listen approach to outbound. Absolutely. I like that. And what does that look like then? Is it like on email? Is it LinkedIn? Is it ringing people up on the phone? Like what what does it look like tactically speaking, maybe like from a BDR perspective, what kind of activities, channels, things are they doing? 
We're leveraging them all. So we are doing targeted email campaigns that are tailored to each individual's company size and industry. We're messaging them and connecting with them on LinkedIn. And then of course, follow-up via phone call is very effective. And those initial messages that we're sending are not, hey, book a demo with Zuber. Hey, do this. It's really saying, hey, are you experiencing these pain points? What are the things that are keeping you up at night as a business owner, as a CEO, as a head of operations or field service operations? What is it that worries you? And what are your current pain points? And then we're listening to that feedback. And sometimes we're able to help and Zuper is that answer. Sometimes it's not, but we're committed to helping the industry as a whole and whatever that means, we're there to support them. Absolutely. What does that um, content creation process look like? Is there a specific team that's writing the sequences and testing things and listening to calls? And what does all that look like? Yeah. So product marketing team, it's headed up by my colleague, Carmen Williams, and she and her team take in all the inputs from industry experts, from our customers, feedback that they get from the sales team and create content that directly speaks to these different personas. We really, our persona guide is vast and wide and that provides a challenge because that's a lot of work, Mm. but we definitely see a benefit when we put that time and work into and take the, the extra step to actually research and listen and understand the target personas instead of treat them as blanket carbon copy personas. (laughs) We really look at them as individuals. Yeah. And do you like run experiments on different messaging and like look at the data and tweak and is there any bit of that stuff going on? And and that's what I love, Brad, is A-B testing can over test, but definitely like to We test, we experiment, we pivot, and I love to be proven wrong by the data points because that just kept keep steering us in a better direction. Absolutely. Has there been any recent like insights or learnings that be worth sharing that things you've dug up, like, oh, this has worked really well, or I think you mentioned uh, calling has worked well to follow up. Any other learnings or, or tactics or anything for those out there listening? Yeah. I mean, that's, that's actually how we ended up pivoting to the softer approach. Our initial approach to, to outbound and our ABM marketing was a little more forceful, a little more, Hey, we have this great platform. It integrates with all the tools, you know, and love, you should take up a demo. And we learned, you know what, getting a slower to the value prop and taking time to understand their individual businesses better netted us better results, even if it meant pro prolonging that sales cycle a little bit. Absolutely. Let's talk about intent data. I think there's a lot of providers out there now, you know, like Sixth Sense and Demandbase and all these different tools. Are you leveraging that at all as you think about outbound and having that play into your strategy at all? Intent data is critical for what we're trying to achieve here. And we pull it in from multiple sources. We overlay it on top of each other, look at the perfect Venn diagram and the people who have been, say, searching for us on G2, but also we picking up a signal from Sixth Sense or from Zoom Info. Those are the ones that that we prioritize in our account-based marketing program. And 
we definitely see better results when we take that that more intelligent approach. And I like to, when we're giving out new lists to our team, really it's warm calling, not cold calling. It's warm Mm. emailing. They're already aware of our business. They're already aware of field service. They don't need to be sold on the value of having a fully integrated customizable platform such as Zuper. They just now need to find the right one that fits their needs and That's where the education part of our outbound comes in is we will reach out to them. We know they're hunting. We know they're looking for the best solution. So we just got to identify which pain point it was that drove them to start shopping and show them how Zuper can be that solution for them. Absolutely. LinkedIn is a big part of outbound for a lot of companies. Are you guys leveraging it? And if so, like what's the process and what does that look like? Yeah. So we take a multi, multiple phase process with LinkedIn. So we do want to connect with people and just, but it's, I don't know about you, but I almost find it a little annoying when you connect with somebody, things like it's going to be a good fit. And then bam, moments later, bam, there's a message. Like, <laughs> Uh, no, 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 no. Don't pitch yeah. me in 30 seconds or less <laughs> with, <laughs> of making a connection with me. But what we do is we'll just sit on that. It could be days, but what we'll do is then we are posting constantly new content, our thought leadership. Zupra has its own podcast, our own product videos, our customer stories that we're sharing. We just share those out to our network and mm. knowing that they'll likely see it if they're engaged on LinkedIn and they're active. Now that there are connections, they're going to see our stuff that's posted by the various salespeople or other leaders here at the team. Then the next phase is if someone is falls in that list that we we're talking about earlier, like one of the intent lists, that's when we send them, Hey, you know, we connected a few weeks ago or a month ago or a quarter ago, whatever it might be. See that you or someone from your company is actually searching for Zuber or has been on our profile or, or is looking for a field service solution. Would you be open to a demo or what is the item that brought you to the table or what problem are you looking to solve? And then providing them some resources directly speaking to that issue. Absolutely. Have you found the intent data platforms to be fairly accurate? Have you been satisfied with the data that they're providing? I, I'll, I'm not going to name names, but I think some are better than others. Mm. And it could be just the nature of our industry versus other industries. Like I think some intent data databases are great uh, for our industry, um, especially the review sites. I'll give you the software review sites because we know that means someone is out there trying to compare side by side two different or multiple software packages or solutions. So those we find to be uh, more bottom of the funnel. And mm. then the uh, intent data that we're getting from other sources, it tends to be more top or middle, mid of the funnel. Absolutely. How's your team set up for this? So what does it look like and different roles and how do you manage all that? Yeah. So I'm uh, really blessed to have a wonderful, talented team. It's a hundred percent based in India. One of our main offices is based in, is in Chennai and that, Team there, I've got a team of writers, marketing automation, social media, and we've got a great graphic design team. And then, of course, the product marketing team that's helping to build out all of our monthly GTM content. 
our the Zuber platform is updated constantly. I feel mm. like every month we've got two or three key new features and integrations that are being rolled out. So the product team is really just pumping out there lots of great content for us to leverage in all of our different campaigns. Absolutely. So what does the training and onboarding process look like for this? Uh, do you have a some sort of a, a process to grow an outbound team? You go through a training and all that? Yeah. So, I mean, one of the things I like to say is we like to lead with empathy here and understand that coming into a fast-paced environment, a startup that's in a rapid growth mode is quite challenging for anybody. So, you know, we try to be successful at bringing new salespeople and marketers onto our team early enough that we don't have to make them feel rushed. You know, we want to have enough time to to mentor and teach them and let them learn without the added pressure of needing to hit those sales goals and targets immediately. And this has allowed us to really help them get up to speed on our company culture what Zuper does because it is different or it's just because our platform is so customizable uh, there's so many features and integrations that they can leverage so there's a lot to to learn and then also giving them all the right type of training and helping them take the time to understand the value different value propositions for our different personas and to see how we stack up with the competitors so they can have those really intelligent conversations and not just be product experts, but also become industry experts as well. So you have a global uh, SDR, BDR team, uh, and you have people working in different time zones and, and all sorts of stuff. <laughs> what does the handoff look like? How have you defined like when stuff needs to be handed off and when, and, and even like when you're hitting people up and, you know, might be the middle of their night. Like, how do you avoid consistency issues and all that stuff? Yeah. So part of that we have solved just by having people everywhere. So we do have salespeople, account executives all across the United States. We've got account executives in Chennai. So we really do have a 24-hour coverage to be able to provide demos and other support for our business, our prospects and our customers. But uh, one of the challenges is when leads come in, we have to leverage technology to do intelligent routing of those leads to the right AEs. And our BDRs are pretty well trained on, hey, if a conversation goes a certain direction, this is the person you should route it to. Or if they're in certain industries, we have AEs who specialize in different verticals or different scenarios who understand different integrations. Maybe it's a complex ERP integration or a custom build out. We've got account executives and product solutionists who they know they can tap to bring into the conversation who can help that prospect understand what's doable and uh, on what type of timeline. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much, Rob. I appreciate you joining the podcast. Do you have any closing remarks before we run here? No, it's been a quite a pleasure, Brad. Thank you for having me on to talk about marketing and Zuper. Absolutely. It's been great to have you.